asshole. You're kidding. Just one shot? They're not all zombies, Doug. How do you fight this thing? Maybe we could drown it in A1 sauce. Well, sometimes that is better. The person you put up there ain't the person that comes back. It's dead song to get down with. About six feet under. Get dead. Ooh, I love this song. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rotten Reviews Podcast. We're in for a good one, as you could see by the title. Uh, today we are discussing from 1974, one of my dear favorites, uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, which has really good high rating, um, 7.5 out of 10, and 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, 7.5 out of 10 is I on IMDb, if I didn't say that. I literally just said it and I already forgot if I said IMDb or not. But uh, yeah, it's a horror thriller. So Sally, Franklin, and her three friends run out of gas while driving to their grandparents' house. It sounds like they're going to their grandparents' house like their, you know, grandparents still live there, but they don't. Uh, and then they're tormented and killed by a chainsaw-wielding killer and his psychopathic family. So, uh, that's a fun one, right? We're in for a fun one. Yes, we are. We sure, sure are. What happened was true. most bizarre and brutal series of crimes in America. as real, just as close. Just as terrifying as being there. Even if one of them survives, what will be left? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. After you stop screaming, you'll start talking about it. Movie pretty much starts with this nice uh, intro. It's going on about how what you're about to see is very gruesome and very tormented and very dark, and it's based off of true events and all this and that. And then we uh, hear someone digging with a shovel, and the screen is all black. And then we cut to the iconic. I think it's like the sound of the camera flash going off. And then we see like flicking of lights, which is a, we see a, like body parts, like fingers and hands and feet, and a couple separate heads and whatnot like that. And then of course the digging is by uh, he's credited 
it in Google as Nubbin Sawyer. Uh, he's the hitchhiker. Um, yeah, he's clearly the one that's digging at the um, the graveyards uh, because he's almost getting caught. Uh, then we see this dead body that's uh, all tied up to this kind of like monument and it's very melted and decayed and um, in the background the radio's playing talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre killings. We then get the iconic credits of the red and black background which I really enjoy a lot and then that iconic like yellowish orange font over top of everything and then the radio continues to play with various things in the background. Uh, then we see a shot of a dead armadillo as it's laying on his back and we see in the distance a little bit faded as the uh, shot of the van that's on the side of the road um, because it's uh, time to take the washroom break because we see good old Franklin in his wheelchair coming out to the side of the road to try and take a pee in a can. Uh, then this transport starts driving by and honks at them. A bunch of dirt goes flying and Franklin actually uh, wheels his ass down into the ditch. Not on purpose though. Uh, I guess the force of the air from the transport pushes him down into the ditch and he falls out of his chair. Uh, that poor bastard. Hopefully he didn't pee on himself. Uh, we then see a group, the group back on the road again and one of the girls is going on about how bad Saturnus and how it's giving like bad jujus and all this kind of crap. Very hippie-esque. And then we get to the spot where one of the girls wants to get into the graveyard to see if anything has happened to the burial spot of her grandfa grandfather because they're you know checking to make sure everything's okay because of everything that's happened with the grave diggings they want to make sure that their grandparents are okay and that they haven't been dug up uh they leave franklin in the van and then we see this drunk laying on the ground as he starts yapping and we definitely can see franklin's getting a little bit uh worried and confused about everything that's going on because obviously, you know, this guy's just speaking like mumbo jumbo, but it's definitely something that's setting in with Franklin. Then back on the road again, we get a shot of the slaughterhouse, and Franklin is very into it because uh, he goes on about how his uncle works at one, and I think grandpa used to take the cows there, cattle there to sell and slaughter. He's also saying how the hammer is not used to kill cattle anymore, and that's like this uh, air gun, and how they, they, they replaced the hammer because the hammer, I guess, wasn't killing the cattle in the, the first shot. Uh, then on the road, they find Nubbins, the hitchhiker, yeah, they decided to pick him up because apparently back then that wasn't a big deal. But you should have learned your lesson. Uh, well, they do learn their lesson because they all die in the end. Spoiler, if you haven't seen this movie already, it's from 1974. It's also free to watch on Tubi. I forgot to mention that. Uh, free ads, of course. But yeah, when they pick up uh, Nubbins, uh, Franklin says something's like, oh, we just picked up Dracula. Great. Uh, then we find out Nubbins has family in the slaughterhouse business. Uh, him and Franklin go back and forth on which way is better to kill. And Nubbins does not like the, the new gun that they use because it puts uh, the slaughter hands themselves with the hammers out of business um then nubbins uh starts pulling out polaroids of all the cattle that cattle and other animals that he's killed because apparently he just walks around with polaroids in his pocket at all times just so people can see them uh he's a weird character he would fit in well for last week's movie about the mental asylum and then uh, nubbins takes uh franklin's knife from him and he starts to cut his palm as everyone watches in shock and then he hands back his back the knife to uh franklin like here you go buddy and then he uh pulls out this old school camera and takes a picture of franklin and there's still in shock to ask what's happening on and then Nubbins asks them if they can take him to his house and he even invites him over for dinner because he's a nice guy like that don't eat with Nubbins you'll regret it uh Nubbins then tries to charge uh, two dollars to Franklin for the picture because it's a really good picture he says they don't want him at all they don't want him in the van at all they don't want the picture and for whatever reason Nubbins puts like I think a little bit of gunpowder on top of the picture and sets it on fire and Franklin's gets getting very scared because it's his picture and now it's on fire and blowing up he then pulls out his own knife it's like as a razor switchblade that he has in his boot and uh, 
He cuts Franklin on the forearm. He later grabs his forearm and cuts him around the top of the forearm. And then they kick him out of the van as the van's starting to drive away. He's like wiping his blood on the side of the van and kicking kicking at it. And then we cut to a shot of, I think it's the, um, the window washer just looking up at the sun as the, the group of kids pull up to the gas station. Um, then we see someone coming out of the, the station and that is um, uh, Drayton Sawyer. He's coming out uh, and he's letting them know that he doesn't have any gas and he's not going to have gas till later today, if not tomorrow at the late that the earliest uh and then franklin asks about the franklin house and the guy tells him they should uh shouldn't go check it out because it's not safe there's no reason for them to go take a look at it. And then franklin goes on about well it's it's my my grandfather's house and um we want to just go check it out and then he drayton kind of just looks at him a little little confused kind of shocked uh he's clearly not all there either so um but yeah then they just head off on their own after getting some of his famous barbecue which that was probably a very very bad choice uh that franklin is going on about how it takes a special breed of man to be able to cut themselves like uh nubbins did earlier and he's wondering if he did something wrong to per- piss up nubbins off as the van is driving away now we can see um the blood splatter on the side of the van from nubbins he was doing like a kind of like a pattern on the side of it uh then they head to franklin's grandpa's house uh still low on gas and one of the other guys says if they run out of gas they're towing us in that wheelchair franklin uh work on your arm strength franklin because you're going to need it if you're going to be towing an old school van just saying uh they make it to the old franklin house and everyone takes takes a look at the van because of the blood splatter and some of them think it's like this unique sign it's it's witchcraft it's whatever it's probably nothing it it's nubbins he doesn't know really how to do anything let's be honest now uh, we then see everyone inside the house checking out as they explore and then um one of the guys anyways he goes into this one room and there's a, like a giant nest of daddy long legs in the the corner and they're the loudest goddamn spiders i've ever heard in a goddamn movie just so crazy loud and we then see uh, franklin trying his best to get his wheelchair into the house he's having a super hard time as he hears everyone upstairs uh laughing and having a good time franklin starts to in- imitate them and like spitting his tongue out at them and he's like oh if i have any more fun i'm gonna die well, you will die soon enough, don't you worry, buddy. He also is so pissed off that he's not watching where he's wheeling, and he actually wheels into the door frame, and I think, like, pinches his finger or something. That really pisses him off, too. And then we see one of the couples coming down, and they're asking Franklin where the old swimming hole is, because they want to go check it out while there's still daylight. So Franklin, you know, tells them where it is, and then as they're leaving, Franklin sees, uh, like, a little tribal bone sacrifice on the, the floor. Looks like some kind of animal skull and a couple of other bones. And then we see also there's bones hanging from the ceiling as well, and the door frame uh then the couple make it to what they think is the swimming hole but it's all dried up anyway so they're not going to be able to use it and then they hear a generator running they're like oh well they got gas and maybe we'll just go ask them for some gas i'll give them my guitar you can keep that as collateral then once we get the gas back to the van we'll go back and pay them more money uh avoid all places out in the middle of nowhere okay let's just get that point across you're in the middle of nowhere let's not run up on random properties that's a that's a no no that that's going to get you killed uh they get closer to the property and they see a bunch of cars parked together in this backfield and which i can understand it might not throw anyone off because being someone who grew up in the country being on a farm my my father having a very large junkyard at one point having a bunch of cars together in a field 
not going to set off any red flags. Um, they find the generator and then they're on the search for any sign of human beings though because they don't they don't see anyone around at all. Uh, they make it to the front door but of course uh, no one's answering. Uh, then the guy's like, hey, you know what? I see this tooth laying on the porch. I see a random tooth on the porch. I'm going to pick it up and give it to my girlfriend. Not telling her what it is in my hand until she looks at it. And she gets pissed off at me. That's rightfully so. You shouldn't give your girlfriend a random tooth you find on a random porch in the middle of nowhere. That's not a smart thing to do. No, stupid. Um, she gets pissed off so she goes and sits on the swing out in the grass area. He knocks again. The door opens up a bit. He keeps knocking and then we see this the classic shot of that red wall that's full of skulls at the end of the hallway. And he decides to venture inside because that's what's smart. Uh, we find out his name's Kurt. Well, Kurt gets to meet Leatherface. Uh, Leatherface doesn't like Kurt because Leatherface uses a hammer to smash Kurt's skull in. You should have just left Kurt. You know, it's a random place out in the middle of nowhere. Shouldn't be walking in someone's home. They have every right, right to smash you in the head with a hammer. Uh, then his girlfriend is calling out for him, but of course, no luck because he's knocked out or dead. Uh, one of the two. Uh, we see her a shot from behind of her as she's walking up to the house, kind of building some suspense. Uh, she heads inside to look for Kurt. She makes it into the room that has some like chickens in a cage or at least one chicken in a cage. And then we see a bunch of feathers all over the floor and there's some bones scattered all over the place. Clearly human bones as well. Uh, she just keeps looking around in shock and terror as there's like human skulls, lower jaw bones and all this other feet as well uh, to the point that it starts to make her like gag and she gets up to leave as she heads to the front door Leatherface grabs her and drags her back in uh, he takes her to the back room and puts her up on a meat hook cause that's a comfy way to sit um, owie that would hurt uh, then Leatherface grabs his chainsaw and gets ready to carve up Kurt and he's going to make her watch because literally she's on the meat hook like right in front of him uh, then we see Franklin and the other two outside the van and Franklin is looking for his knife and the other guy decides to head down the creek before it gets too dark to try and find his friends which you know you're a good guy you're trying to find your friends um you should just got in the van drove away though or something just do something just don't go out in the woods then franklin and sally his sister sit down to talk he knows his sister is upset that he came with them on the trip i'm not sure why what reason maybe he just wanted to see his grandparents house i'm assuming uh we then see another shot of the other guy the driver of the van uh he's coming up to the house after walking through all the you know the creek and everything else he knocks on the door but no one answers of course and then from inside the house he hears like some sounds like some moaning and groaning and some like chains moving so he walks inside because you know that's never a dumb idea um he thinks he actually thinks that Kurt and the other girl are pulling a prank on him, but uh, he's gonna find out the hard way that they're not. Uh, he hears some sounds from inside a deep freezer, so he opens it up and then the body like jumps out of him. Uh, I'm assuming she's dead. Maybe she was jumping out from shock. I'm not really too sure how that one works because it's not a jack in the box. And as soon as he opens that door, the body comes out, but the body's also lifeless at the same time. Uh, then Leatherface walks into the room and knocks him out as well. We then see Leatherface freaking out as he runs to like the living room of the house with all the bones. He's looking out the window and opening the curtains and then closing the curtains and he's sitting down on a chair and like holding his face and then we see uh, a close-up of his face we can see like the skin on the mask and see him moving his lips around and his teeth his tongue around his teeth and all that kind of fun stuff um then when we cut back to Franklin and Sally, it's nighttime and they're outside the van. Um, I think it's Franklin that honks the horn for everyone to come back. Uh, then they start yelling for Jerry. That was the other guy that just left to go check on his friends at the creek. Uh, but he, he's dead. 
So, you know, they're all dead. So, uh, Franklin wants to head back to the gas station because she thinks that's the best way to get help. Uh, but Sally um, asks for the flashlight because she actually wants to go through the woods to try and find their friends. Because, you know, one person just went to go find other two friends and they didn't come back. So, I'm sure you with your flashlight in the middle of nighttime was definitely going to be safe. But yeah, they get back and forth, her and Franklin. At this point, uh, Franklin just wants to go through the, the trees as well to try and find them. But Sally's like, I don't want to push you. You're, it's not going to be fun at all which it wouldn't be fun at all but yeah frank sally doesn't want franklin to come with her at all um they argue back and forth some more but then uh she just starts walking and franklin tries to keep up and he's like why well, he's like come on slow down i can't keep up come on this is hard for me slow down we then see a shot of sally pushing franklin through the trees and pushing him up the hill as they're yelling for jerry then in the distance they see a light and franklin tells sally to start pushing faster so they can get to the house when then we see sally as she's struggling to push franklin up the hill uh franklin tells her to stop because he's hearing something and then the leatherface jumps out in front of the flashlight and starts taking his chainsaw to franklin in his wheelchair and franklin's no more we then see uh sally taking off through the trees as crazy leatherface gives chase as he whips his chainsaw around she stops running for some damn reason and then starts screaming as leatherface cuts down branches around her i'm not sure if she got stuck on the trees or what the whole point of that was we then see her running up to a house with the lights on she runs to the back door back screen door but of course it's locked then she runs to the front door it's open so she shuts the front door come find out it's actually leatherface's home the sawyer family's home and leatherface literally just starts taking the the chainsaw to the front door instead of trying to open it with his hands uh sally runs upstairs to try and find help uh, she runs into the grandparents room and tries to you know wake up the grandfather for help but then she realizes uh he's pretty much a skeleton they're decaying bodies there's not much to them grandma's is definitely dead definitely long gone grandpa's a little bit closer to being long gone but not gone yet uh she goes to run back downstairs but leatherface is in the house now and he starts running up the stairs so she runs back up the stairs as well before she gets too far down and decides she's going to jump right out of the uh window on the second story floor uh she runs back into the woods screaming as leatherface gives chase again and she's running and she literally smacks into a tree that's like falling down across ways uh but she gets back up in time just before leatherface comes at her with the chainsaw leatherface for being a big boy can definitely handle the chainsaw he's got some really good cardio because he's keeping pace with her he's not that far behind her he's a you know skinny young athletic looking lady he's a big boy big chunky boy carrying a chainsaw out of running and still keeping up with your ass you better hurry your ass up then uh she runs all the way back to the gas station and stumbles inside the building and uh that's when Dayton uh, grabs her and tells her to calm down. He looks outside and tells her, you know, there's nobody out there. Don't worry. Nobody's out there. But as soon as she gets into the ba- building, um, she's uh, Leatherface stops chasing her as well because Drayton uh, Sawyer is, you know, family. He knows not to mess up his property. He leaves to go get his truck and uh, because he says there's no phone, they have to go to the next town over to use a phone. Um, we see a shot of her face as she's looking at the barbecue cooking and she's all scared and shocked. And then we see the truck pull up to the door. Uh, when he comes back in the building, though, he's carrying a sack with some rope in his hands. And he's telling her to work with him. She grabs a knife to try and, you know, fend him off. But he grabs a broom and literally starts whacking her with it. Uh, to the point she drops the knife and actually gets dropped to the ground. He's literally still smacking her with this old broom. And she gets knocked out. So he starts gagging her up. And then he puts the sack over top of her head and drags her into the cab of the truck. And the whole way he's driving off. He gets ready to drive off, actually. And then he stops. And he's like, oh, I forgot, forgot to shut the door and turn the lights off the electricity bill electricity is just enough to drive a man out of business and then as he's driving off um 
he keeps poking her with the broken broom handle stick as she screams, you know, trying to keep her in track. Um, as he's driving up to the house, though, we see Nubbins coming up the long driveway, and he gets out and starts slapping around because Nubbins almost got caught at the graveyard, and he's not too happy with that at all. They get back up to the house, and Nubbins starts beating the truck up for no apparent reason, because what did that truck ever do to you, Nubbins? You know, you just had to ride it on it, you know, up to the house instead of walking. But uh, Drayton tells him, he was never to leave Leatherface alone because you never know what Leatherface is going to do. And then they see the front door is destroyed and he gets really pissed off. Uh, Drayton goes to beat up Leatherface with a broom again or with the broom again because that's his weapon of choice for uh, destroying the front door. You see uh, Leatherface has a new mask on now with some gray hair. And we hear Leatherface like kind of talking as well. It sounds like this alien monkey kind of creature talk. Uh, Nubbins takes the bag off of Sally's head and she starts to freak out because she remembers him earlier from in the van. Uh, it all works out. She picked up the hitchhiker in the first place it's your own goddamn fault guys drayton then tells sally to take it easy because he's gonna have some supper ready soon you don't have to worry we're gonna get you some supper soon it's gonna be nice and yummy uh we then see, hear some sounds coming from upstairs as nubbins trying to drag the grandfather downstairs to get ready for uh dinner uh leatherface goes up up to help him carry him down and they set him across from where sally is and then i think it's leatherface that might grab uh, sally's finger and cuts cuts the tip of it and then they put it in grandpa's uh, mouth so he can start sucking their blood off out which is kind of weird kind of gross uh, just the whole aspect of your finger being in someone's mouth uh, essentially is what the weird thing is uh sally passes out and then she wakes up at the dinner table tied to the chair and she starts screaming because she realizes you know everything she's been thinking of is not a dream it's actually real life as she's screaming i think it's Leatherface and nubbins they start screaming as well to try and make fun of her and they sound like a bunch of howling dogs uh she begs them to stop but they tell her it's not going to happen nubbins tells tells her that him and Leatherface are the ones and charge because they're the ones that do all the work and that drayton is just the cook so there's nothing else more to him than other than cooking uh we find out that uh, drayton also doesn't take pleasure in killing someone so he's just he's like he literally says he's just doing the job because the job needs to be done you don't need to like your job you just gotta do your job and do your job well that's a good at attitude to have again get this intense like eyeball close-up shot of sally's eye as it's like twitching all around she's screaming uh nubbins has the idea of letting grandpa kill sally because he's been told that Grandpa is the best at the job. But clearly we can tell that it's been a little while since Grandpa's done it. Grandpa can't even hold a hammer because he ke literally keeps dropping the hammer. Um, he does hit her once though in the back of the head and she bleeds a little bit but it doesn't kill her. And then keeps dropping the hammer in the pail some more. Uh, Sally finally gets free and jumps through another window. Because she likes jumping through windows. It's now morning time though so I don't know how it took them so long to get ready to eat dinner. But she's slowly you know, hobbling off as uh, Nubbins is behind her with his switchblade out and he's slashing at her back and Leatherface is coming behind them with the chainsaw. Uh, she makes it through the road and then Nubbins is still slashing at her back and then we see this trucker coming along the road and actually runs over Nubbins and we assume kill him because it's a big rig so I'm assuming he's definitely dead. Then she runs up to the trucker to try and get in his door and he pulls her pulls her through but at the same time Leatherface is almost like right behind them wielding his chainsaw and he literally starts uh, sawing up the door and then the trucker and Sally make it out the other side of the door and the trucker grabs a, a pipe wrench and hits Leatherface right in the head with it uh, as he does this he drops to the ground and the saw is still running and it, I think it cuts like right above his kneecap not a deep cut but still it's a cut nonetheless uh, then another truck spins out as it's trying to avoid Leatherface and we see the trucker just literally running off the screen away from Leatherface He's literally just chucking, he's just charging that way, which is funny because the pickup truck goes the other direction, so they're never going to meet him again anyways. Um, 
but yeah sally jumps into the back of the truck as the truck's trying to start because it did stall out spinning out trying to avoid leatherface uh, the pickup truck finally uh starts and starts to run away and as leatherface lips towards it and we see a shot of sally as she's sitting in the back of the truck just you know screaming and crying and you know she's hysterical because she's happy she's finally getting away or at least she's thanks to getting away who knows it could be another sawyer driving that truck it's not but you know anything is possible and then we just see leatherface on the top of the road there's a little bit of hill that that's what it looks like at least and he's just waving his chancellor around back and forth yeah and that's the end of that movie this is a good movie i love this movie it's one of my favorites i'm a big toby hooper fan and i absolutely love uh the um leatherface series texas chainsaw massacre uh, i love leatherface in general as a character i love the mask and the, everything else and the look of him i just think it's a really fun series and definitely you should definitely check it out if you haven't i'm assuming anyone listening to the podcast has watched that movie but like i said earlier it is free on 2b tv with ads of course um so now to give it a rating on my rotten scale for this one out of 10 i'm going to give it an 8.5 it's not perfect movie but it's near damn close to being a perfect movie in my eyes i love it and enjoy it a lot so that's my score so yeah now it's time to pick our next movie this one's gonna be another first time watch and it's also another movie that you can watch on tubi tv of course with ads um we're gonna watch a movie from 1998 called the talisman haven't heard of it I haven't watched the trailer for it, know nothing about it, so this should be a fun one. As always, if you guys can leave a comment or leave a like, uh, leave a rating if you want, positive or negative, uh, leave whatever kind of rating you want, or let me know what kind of things you want me to check out or add into the podcast or change, whatever it might be. Uh, follow me on all socials at TyphonSign. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, I'm sure there's other ones, but they're not important. Yeah, make sure to hit that subscribe button, the follow button, whatever it might be. I'll talk to you guys all in the next one. Peace! Lock up and get the lights. Uh, cost electricity is enough to drive a man out of business. <laughs> uh, I hope you're not too uncomfortable down there. <laughs> got nothing to worry about you. Just take it easy. Uh. <laughs> we'll be there soon. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no need to do that. No. <laughs>